Morning. Drunk Ryan and Anna are back. Are you drunk? <laughs> we just had family night, Taco Wednesday, and you Wild. know what that means. We're hammered. <laughs> Not on margaritas, just on beer and wine. Wine and beer. Wine and beer. Just on these divorce vibes. I just cracked a divorce joke for the kids. They didn't like it. It didn't, it didn't slay. Didn't, it did not uh, slay. really didn't land. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Wrong audience. Eh. And also, it's a smart joke and a smart crowd will get it. That is true. Yeah, smart, smart people will appreciate it. Some people don't like dark humor like that. Well. Some people love it. <laughs> Oh boy. All right. So we have a lot to talk about because we're going to talk about Harrison's podcast. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. And we've got shout outs. Let's do our shout outs. Okay. Let's shout people out. I have no shout outs because nobody emails us. Kia's nobody emails us. Drunk Ryan on the mic. Nobody emails us or leaves us reviews. I know. Leave some reviews, guys. Ryan was, before we press the record button, talking about how much his feelings have been hurt. I was not, but they are. He feels really unloved. It came through in my, the tone of my voice. It's definitely the lack of reviews and not the fact that I left him. <laughs> so if yeah, you're looking the lack for of someone reviews. to blame, yeah. blame yourselves, Look listeners. in the mirror. If there's one finger pointing at Anna, there's four yep. fingers pointing back at you. Call y'all Michael Jackson, because you're looking at the man in the mirror. <laughs> you're asking him to change his ways. My computer just seized up. Awesome. Oh, good. Cool. Cool. All well, right. That's we'll okay, use your Insta. It's restarting yeah. now. Okay. We would like to shout out someone that actually Chris Harrison shouted out as well on his most recent episode. Tofu Gestapo? <laughs> no. <laughs> and well, uh, we're not shouting out the same person. We're shouting out the same event. Okay. Emily sent us a message saying... Finally, after how many canceled engagements, uh, Claire Crawley got married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you, Who'd she old marry? mama. Uh, mama bear? Ryan Dawkins. Oh, Ryan. Yeah, oh. must be handsome. Watch out. Yeah. I'm sure he's very, very good in bed. Get ready to get fucked around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they married. Fun fact that I learned from okay. Chris Harrison's podcast. Okay. Someone stole her wedding dress out of her car, so then she had to buy another one. That is kind of a fun fact, actually. To which Chris Harrison said, there's a special place in hell for whoever does that. Well, and Harrison is a religious man, so he means that literally. Yeah? He really thinks that that person is going to burn in hell wearing that dress, I feel I like think. you usually hear that of like, Child molesters, sure, like yeah. child pornographers. Yeah. There's a special place in hell for you, sir. <laughs> Stealing a wedding dress. How dare you? That's actually Dante's tenth circle <laughs> yeah. of hell is just for wedding dress thieves. <laughs> um. So yeah, thanks Emily for sending us that hot bachelor hot news. tip. Yeah. Let's see. What else you got for us? I've also got a shout out for Aim Dame, Aim who Dame? wanted to know: Did we watch the Grammys? Girl, no. No. Um, But she said Adele's mouth was doing something weird. And (laughs) so she said, let me know if you noticed that. Okay. Uh, We did not. I did not watch the Grammys, nor did I know the Grammys were on on whatever evening they were on. All I know is that Harry Styles won and made a pretty tone deaf comment about how this never happens to white men. Wait, what? He said that? He was like, this doesn't happen for people like me. Oh, God. Yeah, handsome white guys. To be fair, he did wear that dress one time. Sure. You know, He's uh, really willing to push the boundaries. Handsome British musicians never get anything. <laughs> well, he 
Well, I was going to say he didn't get Olivia Wilde, but he did he get did that for special a while. dressing. Yeah, right. Oh, that was the most important thing. Who cares I about think... Olivia Wilde herself? You got that special salad dressing. I yeah. think that was his plan the whole time. It was just a long con. Yeah, the long con to get that salad. And now there's going to be like Harry's dressing. And like it's going to be like Newman's own, but like Styles, Styles. What would you date someone for if you didn't oh. actually like them? Okay. But you wanted access to something. Salad dressing? No. Yeah, I don't care for salad you dressing. You hate dressing. That's I, true. Yeah. Okay. But wait, what is what does it mean to get access to something? Like I get the recipe and I have it forever? Well, how many women are you telling? Yeah, you have it forever. Okay. You're telling a lot of girls about this uh, little lake cabin that we <sighs> own, huh? No, no. I'm trying to figure out what it, your hypothetical means. I mean, so, I feel like, like I could date someone for a really long time if it had like a really nice beach house and I got to use it all okay. the time. That's what I'm getting at is like you get to use it in the interim of the dating or you get it because Harry Styles now has now, this dressing recipe But forever. I don't know if he has the dressing. I don't think so because I think he just got the dressing. Like oh, she I made, thought no, he had the dressing recipe. I think okay. she made her special salad to take to him and then Jason Sudeikis lay down in front of her car so she couldn't take the salad over. Side note, we're doing okay. Yeah, we're doing great. Um, um, Beach House. Yeah, I mean, Beach House, obviously, you know, I'm trying to think of something a little more niche, a little more obscure than that. What if it was someone, once a week, they would take you out to a really nice meal? Sure, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. How much do I not like them, though? Well, that's true, too. What's the ratio of me not liking this person to how nice the meal is? You like them all right. I think if they made me, like, really great... Cookies. Cookies, yeah. Really great cookies, really great meatballs, really great pasta, really great tacos. Pasta. You made me really good tacos tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, family taco night. Yeah, family taco night. And look, here we are. Having a great time. You're just here for the tacos. Let's taco about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or as they said on that one episode of the bachelor let's taco about it <laughs> um totally random question i'm gonna forget about this later did the children put the hamster back from being in his ball is he back in his cage yeah again? when was he taken out he was out when i came over here he was yeah i had no idea is is the hamster back in there. his cage he's okay. down there he's You're in sure? his cage i just okay. went down and checked on him okay, you didn't good. hear me talking yeah. to him i was like oh <laughs> I did not hear that. It was so high pitched. It can't yeah. be heard. All right. I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't still rolling around somewhere. Evening. <laughs> Howdy do. <laughs> Taco Wednesday. <laughs> Taco about it. Um, yeah, he's back in there. Ooh, I, okay. I have one for you. Okay. What if the person you were dating, you liked them okay, but they had a fabulous dog? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. That I feel like will be me one day. Yes. It's just like, and then when the dog dies, we'll, we'll you'll be break like, up. We got to go. No, I feel like it'll be a little bit different. We're like, we'll break up, but it'll be like, can I still see Rex? Yes. You'll like, definitely want to see Rex. Like, you'll yeah. still want to take like, Rex. We on can walks. still hang out, yeah. right? We have our own relationship that's <laughs> independent of this, yeah, uh, yeah romance. <laughs> um. Okay. Aim Dame said Adele is doing something funny with her mouth. We didn't watch that. Didn't notice it. I don't doubt it, though. Come on, Adele. Doing something weird with your mouth. She's always doing stuff to get attention. Oh, look at my mouth. I have a good voice. (laughs) (laughs) I set fire to rain. (laughs) It's physically impossible, but I did it. 
I went through a divorce and turned it into great music. Suck me, a dick, Adele. Me too, Adele. Me too. Wait till my album drops. <laughs> she said, Christina from The Bachelor is doing weird stuff with her mouth too. Jeez, it's an epidemic. Correct. There's a mouth stuff epidemic Christina going on. looked like she was like having an epileptic fit. Did you notice no, this? No, I did not. Yeah. Especially at the end of the episode when she, like all, yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, like the that. listener can't see yes. how unpleasant I'm behaving with my mouth. <laughs> It's very unpleasant. But you could guess. Yeah, you can imagine. Uh, yeah, no, I 1,000% noticed that with Christina. 1,000%. Every time they scanned OP. to her in the rose ceremony, which was basically every other mm-hmm. second, because they would give a rose, show Christina. Give a rose, show, show Christina's Christina. mouth. Zoom in on yes, her mouth and she really would be, close. She would be like, like... I mean, honestly, it's like David Lynchian body horror, like just zoom in on her mouth as close as you can. Yeah. It's very upsetting. Yeah. It's like that, uh, that play that I went to that my students were in where one of, there was just like a giant mouth that was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Yes, it was. It's, I think it might be kind of a famous play. Like a Bertolt Brecht play, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Uh, it was no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> Bertolt Brecht. So, Aim Dame, we did notice that Greta sent us this. Okay, show it to me. She I'll describe it to the listener. It's a weird tarot account that she follows, as in tarot cards. Uh-huh. The script is the song She Had a Need to, Fe- a need to Feel the Thunder, the mm-hmm. Garth Brooks song. <laughs> And it's, a, it's like a fake Garfield next to it, like a knockoff like Garfield. It's like a puppet from like Avenue Q. Something like yeah, something. It, to me, it looks like a knockoff Lady Garfield. But it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense at all. Why no, is I, this cat? I have no idea. The- and then I watched her hands of leather turn to velvet in a touch. There's never been another summer. Is it a cat even? Well, you watch her paws of leather turn to velvet in a touch. Why does the cat have such big lips? Does she do funny things with oh, her you, mouth? Oh, she has to. Given the shape of her mouth, she must do funny things with her mouth. I feel like that's a good opening for your next hinge date. Can you do funny things with have your you mouth? Have you noticed this weird mouth epidemic? So there's <laughs> a lot of there's a it? lot of mouth stuff going on <laughs> out there. How do you feel about mouth stuff? That is a good opening. Just sit down at the, you know, hibachi grill and say that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're taking people to hibachi? No, I have not taken anybody to hibachi. That's a bold actually. move. Well, that's why I haven't done it. I'm going <laughs> to take somebody to hibachi on the first date. Uh, Literally hibachi that date. Big news from Bridge. Okay. Word on the street is that the Bachelor producers are looking for a single dad for the next Bachelorette. Boom. Boom, that's me. All right, so you'll watch the kids for six to eight weeks? Uh, Totally fine. Yeah. What's my limo entrance going to be? I do funny mouth things. <laughs> Have you ever seen yeah. teeth these bad? I once had a date called them interesting. <laughs> that was very nice. It was, yeah, was very nice. That was nice. very nice. Very yeah. nice. Here's what I think of this. Okay. You're too much like Michael A. Sorry. Yeah, I'm the poor man. Sorry, buddy. I'm if you ordered Michael A. off a of wish. wish. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have his arms Although, or his charms. Although, to be fair, Michael A. was also wish Michael A. in Bachelor Bachelorette season. Yes. And then he turned into hot dad Michael A. for Paradise. He glowed up for Paradise. He definitely got a yeah. TV glow up. Yeah, that guy hit the gym. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm going to need to go see Snoop a few more times if I'm going to go on Bachelor in Paradise. Well, well, you can't get there unless you go on Bachelorette. That's true. Well, I'll go on Bachelorette. I'll flame out in a heartbreaking way. And then I'll go on Bachelor in Paradise for my redemption arc. Yeah. Yeah. It worked for Michael A. Yeah. And I'll um, dump a beautiful young woman who's into me and then go for a kind of annoying drunk woman oh, my that age. that woman was annoying. Oh, I bought you a constellation. Take it easy. We've That's dated sweet. for a day. That's sweet. That's psycho. I give every hinge date She's a constellation. Sweet, but a psycho. <laughs> She's hot. But a psycho. <laughs> you give every day to constellation. Yeah, just uh, have you seen a lot of mouth stuff going on? Here's a constellation in your name. It's shaped like an eggplant. <laughs> Get it? Um, let's see. Tofu Gestapo said she's not missing this season with Zach, but she's still gonna listen in to hear our thoughts. She's on not it. watching the season. With Sorry, Zach. yes, yeah. she's not watching. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. She even called him what's his name. Yeah, that Ouch. is correct. Yeah. Call her Fraser Crane because she's listening. <laughs> also, she's got eggs all over her face. <laughs> Toss salad. <laughs> <laughs> ta- ta- scrambled eggs yeah. all over my yeah, face. Yeah. We'll toss no. salads and scrambled eggs. Yeah, but, but the, the line scrambled is eggs are all over scrambled her face. eggs all over my face. <laughs> what is a boy to do? <laughs> what is Tofu Gestapo to do? <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's it for shout out. Okay, great. All right, so we want to talk a little bit about this Harrison podcast. Yeah, so I have actually listened to more episodes than you. You listened to the first two. I did. So the first one is Harrison talking to us, Bachelor Nation, for 45 minutes by or himself. Or as he likes to now call the call it, Drama Nation. <laughs> His Bachelor family. Shout yeah. out to your mom, who also refers to us as Weber Nation. Weber Nation. Well, we are Weber Nation. The flag of Weber Nation has been planted. Yeah, just because Weber Nation had a civil civil war. It's a little bit divided. Yeah, doesn't mean, yes, brother against brother around here. <laughs> oh, oh, so anyways, yeah, the first one was him talking about the whole kerfuffle. Yes. With that interview. Well, I think you and I... What is... What is... Who's blowing up your phone? That's you, asshole. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, Oh, AT&T is blowing up my phone. There you go. What's this? Who's blowing up your phone? AT&T wants to go out on a date next week. (laughs) We heard you do mouth things. (laughs) Um... Yeah, he addresses it. I think we both shared a similar complaint of like, he kind of talks about it in detail, but he's still pretty vague. Yeah, I said one of the things that I feel like he doesn't address because he says one of the reasons why the interview even happened in such a sloppy way when he's had 20 years of, I would say like, pretty flawless performance yeah, and if even only because he, he's so boring yeah well but even they talk about that like the, how he's been so drama free and so out of the headlines yeah yeah so they he kind of talks about how he was like frustrated with the show but he still doesn't really say like here's why that interview went off the rails in the way yes. that it did yes so i guess we could take them in turn the two podcast episodes because sure. i yeah i was really dissatisfied with the way that he kind of addressed the actual controversy and like he didn't, he seemed, he didn't seem sorry as much as he seemed like not martyred. Isn't the right word, but like, yeah, no, like he was like, still the victim. Times, yes. Yeah. There's right. a little bit of victim playing mm-hmm. and I do agree. He, he seems sorry 
that he genuinely, he does seem to acknowledge, like, I messed up. I said things the wrong way. That's not how I really feel. It was a little bit of a, like, I'm sorry that you're offended by what I said. He still doesn't seem to realize why what he said was so Why it was so problematic. Yeah, no, I agree with that. The other thing that he doesn't mention at all that I think totally plays into this is, like, this show has a, had a history of trouble yeah. with race. Like, it's like this didn't just, happen in a vacuum. Right. And also, like, that's why you got fired. Yes. Because of the long history of people fucking up. And to his point, fair enough of, like, it was, it was not the right time to make that mistake. Yes. And probably if he had given that interview two years before or what have you... Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. He probably wouldn't have gotten fired. It wouldn't right. have come under so much like national, you know, rage. But also, like, you know what's going on. Right. You're in the media. Like, how that's on you if you can't see that. Well, and the it is on you. And the other thing is, like, you guys specifically, like, got a black bachelor to be like woke and right. the time. So you don't get to play it both ways. Like, oh, I was just a victim of the circumstances, but yeah, we like specifically tried to get a black, but you know, like it's, it, it was just uh, unsatisfying to me in the way that he took responsibility for it. And I told you, I re-listened to the interview after I listened to his podcast, the interview with Rachel yeah, Lindsay. Right. And it was just as bad as I remember. Yeah. Like it is, it, it, there's no, there's no way around it. Yeah. That it was just a huge fuck yeah, up on he, his Yeah, and part. he just like digs his heels in. Like that's, he just mm-hmm. does. And so my other big frustration with him was he was like, that's not me. That's not who I am. I'm a good guy. But it, it will turn around and be like, you know, when the chips are down, you see what people are really like. Yeah. Like just sort of this like yeah. blanket defensive, like, well, no, I'm a good person. It's a little frustrating, too, because you can see that he's so angry at ABC and mm-hmm. the show, but he's also, like, he won't let the show go. Like, yes. all of the guests that he's getting are from Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, again, I guess that's fair enough. Like, that's where he's coming from. But there's a little bit of, like, a lack of acknowledgement. And I get it. I'm sure he's very angry about the way that that things went down And maybe he's even right that, like, maybe the show producers or whoever was in charge, whoever ousted him, maybe they should have had a little more loyalty to him after he had worked, you Mm -hmm. know, done that job for 20 years. And, you know, he but he's still reaping a lot of the benefits of that position. Yeah. And then he's like. Talking about their bad ratings. Yeah, like being snarky Being snarky, yeah. 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 And as you said, kind of like victim playing. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit of a like, woe is me. Yeah, there was a lot of woe is me. So what I will say, though, is to me, like his strongest point and the most interesting part, and this isn't even a defense of Harrison as much as it is a larger critique, is he was very much like, people take what you say and use it for their own ends. Yeah. And, like, you become, like, it doesn't become about you. It becomes about... It's an echo chamber. It's an echo chamber. Like, he is completely right about, like, the very unhealthy way that we talk about this stuff. Like, that is totally correct. And that is, it doesn't excuse what he said, but it but he's, he's definitely right, right about yeah. the way that people 
like just very unproductively talk about this stuff. And I'll say too, I mean, say what you will about Chris Harrison, but first of all, if they were just going to replace him with like Jesse Palmer, sure. what yeah. what did any of this do anyway? Right. And I do actually think he was really good at that job and you don't see it until he's out. Like I feel like Caitlin and Tasha and he in that interview it was really interesting because he was like I love both of you and like I knew that they were setting all up to fail. There's no reason why they needed two of you. That was never going to work. Like he's he's really uh blatant about want have wanting them to be successful and knowing that they weren't going to be. Um but I you can tell, I mean he knew exactly what his role was in that show mm-hmm. and and I think it's one that maybe appeared easier than it actually was. Right. Well, this is so I there's also a situation like our again, the discourse around this stuff is very unhealthy because I think for better or worse, again, I'm not defending Harrison, but I think another celebrity who was more prone to like outbursts and flying off the handle could have gotten away with this. Right. It's yeah, sort of yeah, like yeah. again, like I, I'm not defending Aziz Ansari, but like his his prior reputation worked right. against him yeah, in that situation. Because we, we hold Chris Harrison to just such a high. Well, I'll tell you what it is. I don't hold him to a high level, but he's very non-controversial. Yes. He's kind of like the royal family. Right. Like, he right. Doesn't... He's Switzerland. He tries <laughs> yeah. to stay out of stuff. And so the second he dips in, people are like, oh. You fucked up. Yeah. Whereas, again, I don't know who, like Howard Stern, or he mentions yeah. Dave Chappelle. Like people who are always sort of saying edgy and controversial things seem to kind of be able to skate through those things a little bit better. Yeah. So I do think that there is kind of a, not even a double standard. There's weird standards that get applied to different people based on kind of their public persona and reputation. And as annoying as it was that he was kind of like complaining about uh, feeling a little bit, you know, like a martyr, I do think he kind of was. Like, I think the show finally realized that they needed to make one big grand gesture that would be symbolic of how you know how progressive they are sure. they they are not going to tolerate racism even right. though clearly they still do like right. again it's nothing very has, little changed. has changed but i i don't think he's wrong that when that happened that probably is what they were thinking like we can we can get rid of him and it'll uh-huh. show people right let's throw him under the bus well and i think that's part of a larger thing that happens with a lot of stuff like this is and maybe we're guilty of this too but i feel like there are a lot of specifically like white progressives who were like oh my god chris harrison yeah. like he's so racist like right. just a sort of like god i'm glad i'm not like that guy you know well, like you i think that in, happens yeah yeah yeah. you see it in all sorts of fields right mm-hmm. i mean it's it happens in academia all the time where we think if we hire one person of color like suddenly we've solved the diversity right. problems Everything's in the department fixed. and yeah shocker it's not right right well it's just sort of like a lot of people i think used him as a scapegoat yeah and that does not like i'm not defending what he said at all it's more a comment that our larger conversation about this stuff is not productive or yeah so i mean as an end note we've talked about this but i said to you i do think it'll be interesting to see i think if we continue to listen which i would like to i actually he's a good interviewer okay um I'm interested to see if he is able to show more of his personality Mm -hmm. in this podcast role. Right. Well, that's just it is now 
he's got sort of the bland, the Harrison blandness working against him. Yeah. Right. Because like, he's not, he's the guy that you want to show up for five minutes to sort of smooth things over is like, I did not enjoy listening to him talk for 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, but I that, but that the, the podcast I think will largely be interviews with other people. Yeah. I will say, oh, I told you this already, but I thought that Lauren Zima was great. I like her. And I thought she was a much better spokesperson for Chris Harrison. And she even was like, I watched that interview and was like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, you no, know? and that, I liked that. Like, yeah, I think I there should have been a little more of that from Harrison of like, man, I really fucked up. Like yeah, that. no, I And, and what I, I said was offensive that. and what I said was offensive. And it was hurtful. To, yeah, it was hurtful I, to like, our cast members. I consider Rachel Lindsay a friend. Like, yes. I would be very, get Rachel Lindsay on there. You well, know? she's talked about it on her podcast. Yeah, some. yeah. And she is basically like, I'm done with this. And, and the other thing is Harrison was like, oh, that's not me. Well, what Rachel Lindsay said was like, yeah, I'm, I, he always says stuff like this. I'm surprised he said it out loud. Really? Um, yeah. So, like, I think he's always, he's sort of the, like, people are too woke kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, but just has yeah. no, would never give, like, an interview. Yeah, like, just kind of fucked up. So, again, that was why I was unimpressed with, like, this isn't me. I would never hurt someone. Like, yeah. Well, well, you did. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is you. What part of ouch do you not understand? Yeah. yeah. All um, right. Okay, well, there's, so that was our, our breakdown of the Harrison podcast, which he was real proud of himself that his trailer was the number four podcast. Uh, the podcast, I think, is doing pretty well. Pretty well. Pretty, must uh, pretty be pretty well. nice to be old Chris Harrison. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice to have Harrison on your side? Might be nice. It might be nice. Is your computer working again? It's up and running. Okay, let's talk about the show that we watched. Well, Sean Lowe shows up again. Via FaceTime. Uh, fun. You got to listen to this podcast. I will say one more thing about Harrison podcast, which I said to Ryan. I thought we were done. Well, yeah. it has to do with this. Okay. He does give a lot of like back, like, uh, he spills like some inside tea, tea yeah, uh -huh. on the show. So one of the things that he said was that he never wanted Sean to be the bachelor when they first like approached him, like him with that as an idea. Cause uh -huh. he said that he thought that he wasn't charismatic enough. I don't think that that's wrong. I agree. <laughs> yeah, he is correct. Yeah. Uh, Sean shows up to talk to Zach and ask him if he's vibing with any of the I women. Saw, yeah, I have that in my notes too. You vibing with anybody? Yeah. yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> <laughs> you feeling some vibes, some hot vibes? Um. Then Jesse Palmer comes to the mansion and says, the first date isn't going to be today. And that's because... It's going to be tonight. <laughs> like, Jesus, Jesse. Right, come on. Like, this, like, that's the least, that is the least dramatic reveal ever. <laughs> also, I mean, that's kind of today. It's like, the same I get thing. it. It's I get the it. They're staying day. overnight at the yeah. museum. They're pulling a Ross and Rachel and boning in the museum. I get it. But that was not that exciting. Zach's note to Katie says, Katie, I want to love for the ages. Uh, Katie comes down wearing like a fancy gown and they all clap and one girl says our princess <laughs> they do they are supportive of each other for a while okay I have literally yeah. in my notes they're all supportive for now for now yep um I'm sorry I think that's dumb what you dumb? don't have to be best friends but first of all when that one girl went home and some girl was like we lost one of our best friends tonight you've known her for a week 
And you're competing against each other. Like, not to play the mean girl card, but those girls that say, like, I'm here for me, I'm here to find love with this person, are correct. Like, you're not there to find your best friend. Though I disagree. I think that the show has transitioned. We've seen this a lot. The show seems to have transitioned more to... I'm going to find my friends and followers like the, the bachelor and bachelorette sometimes do seem like an afterthought. Well, maybe that's why it never works. That's why (laughs) I was. Okay. I'll reference one other thing about that podcast. Mm -hmm. When um, Lauren Zima and Chris Harrison were like, I can't find any fun in this show anymore. Me too, guys. Me too. Yeah. Um, you got to listen to the, you got to keep listening because one of the other things he talks about, Lauren Zima asks him, like, was there ever a couple that, um, oh, because when they announced that Claire got married, Lauren Zima is like, you had to have known that she and Dale weren't going to make it. And uh-huh. he was like, actually, I thought it was just crazy enough to work. And he was like, you know me, like I'm an eternal optimist. And he basically said, like, every time people get engaged on the show, he really does think that it's going to work. That's because he's stupid. Well, I guess so. <laughs> That's stupid. Yes. He did say he was like, I always believe it more when it's the Bachelorette. Yeah, so. fair. I mean, just statistically, you'd be a fool not to. Um, Zach tells Katie that where they're going might shock her. It's shocking. It's a museum. Ever so heard of it? What date would you legitimately be shocked by if they did it? Um, I'm taking you to a village to eat human meat. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. That's a shocking date. Right, we're going to go visit Ted Kaczynski in prison. <laughs> That's our shocking date. Who's Ted Kaczynski? The Unabomber. Oh, he, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'd yeah. do it. See, that would be shocking, right? This going to the Natural History Museum overnight is fun he said it's not shocking so exclusive so So private so private like my privates (laughs) that you're gonna see in the tent it's so exclusive um yeah they go to the natural history museum for just a second i thought it was maybe gonna be like a creation museum like he was gonna take it's that it's that replica of Noah's Ark. Yes. In, uh, yeah, in like Kentucky. Smokies. Yes, Gunner, right. Not, yeah, where Gatlinburg. Oh, is that where it is? Okay, yeah. So, take them to the Noah's Ark replica. You're doing weird mouth things. I know. It's because I spit a little bit out, and I was trying well, to clean things up a little okay, bit inconspicuously. Adele. Yep. Setting fire to the rain of my spit over here. <laughs> um, Katie says, "Imagine to live in the era of dinosaurs." <laughs> <laughs> now she wants to go to the Creation Museum. Can we ride these? Did Jesus ride these? Zach's like, I don't think we would last long. (laughs) I have in my notes, they are dumb. (laughs) What a couple of wild cards. What a couple of of weirdos. Yeah. Um, While they are living it up with the dinosaurs. um, Living in the time of the dinosaurs. Well, you know who shows up? Baby dinosaur. (laughs) Not the mama. (laughs) Not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. And then they do. (laughs) Do you? This has really been like very well covered recently. But you remember that the series finale of Dinosaurs was them all dying. Yeah, because the the asteroid strike. Yeah, Yeah. and they're all just like staring at it, watching. It got very dark. Very dark. I feel like I went through a phase or a period of time where I thought that I had like dreamed that. Uh huh. Because like I kind of forgot about the show altogether. Yes. And then I like thought about it one day, and I was like. Surely they didn't do that. Yeah. Like, right. That must be. Did made I imagine up. it? Yeah. yeah. Nope. 
And then it flashes forward 500 million years and the other TGIF characters are using them as fuel. <laughs> like Balky is filling up his car with, uh, you know, Papa Dinosaur's uh, like decomposed matter. With Eddie? Yes, with teenager. Eddie. <laughs> um, the group date card comes. It is Ariel, Mercedes, Kylie, Anastasia, Christina, Bailey, Genevieve, Brooklyn, Brianna, Jess, Catherine, Davia, Gabby, Charity, and Greer, which means that it's everyone except for Allie. Allie, yes. There are no rules in the game of love. I like that they were immediately like, it's football. It's yeah. a football date. I didn't re- remember that Zach had played football. No, me neither. They all have played football. Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. I didn't remember. I don't know that I ever knew that. What I did know is that he played in a band called Public Disturbance in the eighth grade. What was his DJ name? DJ, like... Zach. It's like disaster. DJ X. <laughs> Dr. X. X oh, marks oh, the oh. spot. Um, all right. I have in my notes Jesus Christ, stop talking about how you want your best friend. This is clearly the like uh, Ben Higgins, uh-huh. I'm too emotionally right. wounded to the be The theme of the I'm season. Too damaged. Yes. We know, Zach. We know. But the difference is Zach, or that Ben Higgins was too emotionally damaged to be loved, and Zach doesn't actually want his best friend. Correct. I don't think. Yeah. He wants a wife that he can fuck. I think that, I mean, again... That's dumb anyway. And you know what, Zach? These girls already had a best friend. <laughs> you sent her away. It was Brianna or <laughs> Bailey, whichever one left. They Brianna, both left. yes. I think Bailey was the one they were referring to, though, when they said, we just lost one of our best friends. Because as she leaves and then Christina's like, more Zach for me. <laughs> and they're like, she was our best friend. That was my very best friend. Um, all right. Katie said this, this actually was sad to me. And I thought that Zach was really sweet. Okay. Katie clearly has come out of a bad relationship or maybe multiple bad relationships Uh because he asks her what she wants. And she's like, I just want somebody to treat me nice. Yes. No, it, it was sad. Also, Zach says, I can't believe no one has treated her well. I feel like that's a near guarantee that he's going to be a dick to her later. No, I don't. I think Zach is nice. I just think that always or that often happens of like, why hasn't anybody ever treated you nicely? Why can't they see you like I do? Yes. And now I'm going to be a dick too. Well, look, Zach's in a hard position because I feel like to some degree you have to kind of be a dick to everybody on this show except one girl. No, I know. I'm just saying it's setting up a situation where he could definitely be a dick later. Well, I also feel like, why are you going on The Bachelor if that's what you want? Oh. What's well, yeah. true. No, I, and I mean, again, that's her story. That's the narrative that they're playing up. Um, what she really wants is to pound in a tent, pound some t- tent stakes in the ground. Did you know that they had an exhibit at this Natural Museum of History about Pound Town? <laughs> Would you like to go to Pound Town with me? It's the Museum of Science and Industry. We're going to Pound Town. You know what you study in science? The human anatomy. (laughs) Reproduction. Let's see. She, he asks her, do you want to spend the night at the museum with me? Ben Stiller style. <laughs> Robin Williams is there as uh, Custer. <laughs> I never saw that is. movie. I've never seen. There are like five. Yeah. I've never seen Never seen a them. single one. Owen Wilson is there as a little miniature. Of course. Yeah. 
Golly. <laughs> oh, gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> um. All right. She spends the night. They put on jam. Yes, uh, which I it? thought was cute. Actually. I do, too. Yeah. And I like I like I like any date like this where it's like we're here overnight and nobody else is here. Yeah. I think it's a cool date. I just don't know if Zach was right in saying that it was going to shock her. <laughs> Shocking. Well, they you they had one of those things at the museum that's electric, and you put your fingers on it, and the bolts connect to your fingers, and then your exact hair sticks put up. His dick in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Katie, come take a look at this. Um, when Katie gets home, Brooklyn says that she comes in looking like she's doing the walk of shame. Correct. Have I you was, ever walked of shamed? I haven't walked of shame. Not a single time. Not a single time. Now, have you walked of shamed? I walked of shamed in a Pocahontas costume one time, morning after Halloween. I would not admit that. Uh, here, you're going to have Correct. to issue a public I apology for that. could have gotten canceled. Guys, yes. it was a different time. Millions of people dressed up as Pocahontas <laughs> back then. Uh, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, my, not a good choice. Not my finer moment in either costume choice or, or walk of shame. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah. was this uh, young man? Just a just a guy. Just a fella. Just somebody yeah. out looking to have some fun. Yeah, on Halloween. right. Actually, uh, very little happened. But I went to a party and just uh-huh. like spent the night there. Sure. But yeah. I did have to walk back in my Pocahontas costume. Yeah, which is again, you're gonna get canceled I for that. Well, how? How can you cancel me for something that happened 20 years ago? The same way that everybody uh, gets canceled for something that happens 20 years ago. Honestly, it was a pretty cool costume. No, I wouldn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Now now you're Chris Harrisoning this whole situation. So while Katie comes back in looking like a hoe. (laughs) Who's a hoe? In her PJs. um, Christina laments the fact that she feels like she's lost some momentum with Zach. That she, I do think this is kind of, it's become a trope at this point, right? The first girl gets the first one-on-one and she's like, we just have such a special connection. Y'all don't understand. Like, I met his mom. Yeah, Christina's actually been going and hanging out with his family more. Yeah, that she's co- been helicoptering. She, she's been hanging out with that cousin that's actually just Zach. <laughs> that's why their connection. Hello, is so strong. I am French Zach. You like my mustache? <laughs> Would you like a mustache ride? <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think Christina's not wrong. And I will say something that I like about Zach. Uh, We'll see if this lasts. But initially, I do like it that if he's not feeling it, He's just calling it. Yep. He's like, "Uh, sorry, Bailey, you got to go. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that he's good about like, you, I'm not feeling this. Why keep you around? I because I said earlier I made a comment to you that I thought that he was actually kind of doing a good job. What's going on? Oh, you got a foot itch. Now you're doing weird foot stuff. Foot stuff, hand stuff, mouth stuff. I'm not not doing any of that. Over the pants stuff. Okay. Okay. Pocahontas stuff. (laughs) Don't do any more Pocahontas (laughs) stuff. Okay. Say again. Uh, that Zach is doing a pretty good job of like handling these dramas better than I thought he was going to um, do. A, no. Okay. I have a lot to say about the okay. way he handled Christina. Okay. And I do not think that we agree on this. Okay, great. I'm excited to have a enlightening discussion about but it. But I do think in handling, if you know that you're not feeling it with somebody, don't keep them around. And yes. I think that that's what he's doing with like Brianna and Bailey. So mm-hmm. I do support that. I yeah. do. Okay. And as you said... I will agree with you that I think he does a good job of making the ladies feel seen and heard. Mm -hmm. 
But I think that last week, him not letting Tajwan on the show was like an example of how that goes well and uh-huh. him handling it well. This week, I think he handled it poorly. Ooh, this is going to be juicy when we get to it. Not really. I just I'm think excited. he should have kept her around. I think, A, my theory, and I've seen this on the internet, so it has to be correct, is that Zach just didn't want a stepkid. And he was like, use I mean, this. I mean, that's, that's as, possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's, to- that's totally believable. I mean, let's just talk about the Christina thing then. We're right here. Well, let's let's avo- not avoid the elephant. You're the, in the one room. that always likes not going chronological. All right, so let's do it. All right. Um, so my thing is, can you name a time when a lot of other women or men warned the lead about a contestant and keeping them around was the right idea? Um. Yeah, Corinne. Why was keeping Corinne around? Victoria the right idea? P. No, those weren't good ideas. <laughs> Keeping, Keeping Corinne around was a good idea. Yeah, Why? because because he liked her. Yeah, but ultimately he didn't end up with her. No, like, but uh, but I to me that's not the point. Like you shouldn't feel pressured to get rid of a contestant before you know how you feel about them just because the other women don't like her. No, I think I do agree with that. I'm just saying that nine times out of ten the contestants are right. Um. Well. First of all, I don't think that they're right about the other person not being there for the right reasons or like being an asshole. Like I think nine times out of 10, they're going to be right because it can only be one person at the end. Sure. So like, I don't think Corinne was a terrible person or as bad as the other women made her out to be. I think ultimately he just didn't like her as much as whoever. I don't even remember what bachelor she was. No, me neither. But um, um, but I think like Victoria P was kind of the same thing. Pilot Pete kept her around for the well for the fantasy suite. Sure, right. He knew well, that's exactly that's what happens. Yeah. Um, I I mean we've talked about this before. Again, I stand by my point. Unless something truly egregious has happened, and there have been, I think situations where like that one guy was really racist yes, or right. like that um the terrible guy that ended up on paradise this summer was like making fun of both women to the other guys and mm-hmm. being like my ex was so much hotter right that but like if they just rub you the wrong way i just don't again i think that the benefit of being the lead is like it should be your choice to keep someone around or not no, and it i is. feel like zach kind of got i my feeling is that zach bent too easily and um you know it's like little kids you got you can't he's given the women too much power yeah Uh, but see i don't uh, i I guess my take is it was not going to be christina and that her behavior was not well we won't know now well we never will but i don't think it would have been her you know it wasn't going to be her do you think that the women were right to complain about her that much yeah, I to mean, like I bring, think... to the, to the extent that they brought it to Zach and were like, we feel bullied. We feel like she's stealing our moment. So here's the thing, though. I do think that it lends credibility when someone who's leaving is like, "Hey, I'm leaving. Goodbye. I know I'm leaving. Watch out for Christina." No, I think that Brianna hated Christina, knew that she was on the chopping block with Zach, 
and was like wanted to fuck Christina over. I don't think that because there have been those situations Mm -hmm. where there have been contestants that I like trusted a lot more who have I think I want to say even like maybe Katie Thurston. Like there have been situations where that has been the case. I thought that Brianna in particular seemed kind of vindictive in what she did and that she was pissed because she knew that her, that her connection with Zach wasn't what she wanted it to be. She knew he wasn't feeling it based on the conversation that they had had the week before. And so I think she was kind of like, if I'm going out, I'm taking you down with me. Yeah, but I I don't think she was wrong. Like Christina does seem. Oh, terrible. I don't like. Yeah. I don't think she seems terrible. I think she seems like the kind of girl that probably doesn't have a lot of female friends. She seems like someone that likes the spotlight. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem like a super sweet like. I don't. She seems like she has a big personality that could probably rub a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, much like Corinne mm-hmm. or any of these women that this happens to. I'm. I don't know. I just didn't think from what we saw on the show. And I have to believe that that was the worst of it because otherwise they would have edited the hell out of her to make it seem like she was far worse. Right. So to me, I'm kind of like, if this is all the producers could come up with to show her like terrible behavior that justified Zach not giving her a rose, it just, it didn't seem like enough to not. Here's the thing that also pisses me off. We've had contestants, behave so much worse and the producers from what i can tell basically force the lead to make them stick around so that there's more drama but with this one like christina i don't think was that bad and she has to leave no but i guess that's actually what i liked about this is for once because you see the other side of it so often is like you know they don't like the person which one was the princess i don't remember but you see they don't like the person but the producers are making them stay around so i found it refreshing that zach was like nah you gotta go i think i don't like that though because i feel like zach seemed like he liked her and i think that he was like pandering too much to the popular opinion of the house and i don't think that you can do that when you're the pandering lead. too much to the masses maybe he didn't like her that much like maybe honestly he he didn't feel like the connection was as strong as she did i just to me it seems like if he really liked her if they came to him with that that shouldn't have been enough for him to cut her this week but i guess i'm saying then maybe he didn't like her that much. no the, uh, yeah yeah that's I, what I, I just yes. said but yeah i i don't think that he liked her that much or he would have kept her i'm just saying i was nice to see that the producers weren't like nope we got to keep her around to make charity cry one more time you know like we don't need that in oh our my show. god i mean first of all like c- can we just stop like she told me that she hated me. And then she said, JK, oh, she stole my moment. I mean, come on. Like, it is a reality show. You are competing with each other. I think it's great that you can be kind to each other. But, like, you don't all have to be bending over backwards to suck each other's dick all the time. Like, <laughs> come on. They don't have to do that. That's true. Well, they don't have to suck each other's dick. I feel that like there's a, there is a limit to, like, we're being support also especially because you know that half of that is just bullshit like they don't you can tell that a lot of the girls are like can we just not you know sure no i know but i don't i think obviously most of the girls were like just shut up christina like i don't think that you had to be like oh my god i'm so happy for you that's fine but like 
what are you bringing to Zach? Like Christina ran her mouth a little bit when she didn't get the group date rose and she was pissed. It just, again, the, the reaction, it felt a little bit like, uh, like a Salem witch situation. We had, we, they descended into hysteria. <laughs> She's a witch. It felt, well, they burned her at the stake. It felt a little stake. bit yeah. like group hysteria. Like one, it was like once one person kind of picked up on it, then they all just... Yeah, but that happens every time. Yeah, that happens well, every season. I don't have to like it. And I just, I appreciated like, all right, this person's uh, causing drama. They're not really an interesting villain. Let's get them out of Well, here. guess what, Zach? She was your soulmate, so I hope you're happy. It's too bad. And you were going to be a damn good stepfather to now, that kid. Now Blakely May is never going <laughs> to even meet you. I just really want to get to know Blakely May better. All right, you want to talk about this Bachelor Bowl? Yeah. Bachelor Bowl 5. Do you recall the winners of the other four Bachelor Bowls? I did not even know that we had that many other Bachelor Bowls. No, me neither. How much money did you put on this Bachelor Bowl on the outcome? I'm not allowed to place bets anymore. (laughs) Well, what I want to know is if there is a Bachelor Bowl, when is the Bachelor Puppy Bowl? Because that's what I want. Special idea. Bring back all the bachelor dogs. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. Pepper or what? Pepper Copper. Was, copper. Yes, Copper was a dog. Oh, um, what's his Rambo. name? Rambo. Oh my God, Rambo's on the disabled well, list. Rambo though. already has a helmet for <laughs> <Yeah>. his head. <laughs> He's ready to go. Um, yeah, I think all the bachelor dogs come and play Puppy Bowl. Yeah. Yes, I'm see? in. There's a good That's an idea right there. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So they're playing football. Christina says she's not worried because she's done CrossFit since she was 11. (laughs) Which sounds ridiculous, except you were trying to get our son into CrossFit. I have heard from several people that it's actually a very fun activity for the children. No, I was on board too. I'm just saying it sounds ridiculous, but I would send our kids to CrossFit. Thousand percent. That was OP. Uh, they're playing full tackle football. (laughs) So that you know, somebody's going to get hurt. That's yep. a guarantee that an ambulance and, shows uh, up. Sure enough, they kick off and there's a player down. It's Anastasia. So Anastasia, they say that she's milking this injury and she seems fine. But what you don't realize is that in like 20 years, she's going to have terrible CTE. She's yeah. just going to go insane. She's going to kill someone. <laughs> yeah, her brain damage is just awful. She and Clayton both. <laughs> <laughs> um, the team names are the Shall Crushers and the Balzacs. Yeah. Pretty... How- Pretty fun. Yeah, I thought the the balls axe was a little better. Uh, I watched Best in Show this weekend, uh-huh. as I already told you, and I forgot our old pal Fred Willard is yeah. on there. Well, that's why they brought him. I on know, I know. The Bachelor and so he's much. Like so yeah. young. Oh, and, and vibrant. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> so not dead. Yeah. Uh, they made a really big deal about Gabby peeing her pants. I kind of felt sorry for her. Yeah, right. Like, what's the... Well, also, why did she pee herself? I don't know. Well, she's hard to get out of all that I tackle wonder, gear. Well, I was going to say, I bet they filmed this. They It did look like it took forever. Oh, like yeah. Like, they were out there at sundown. Yes. <laughs> it was like a Rudy situation where, uh, <laughs> you know, Gabby gets to make one play that makes her whole life worth living. But then she pees herself. <laughs> That's how Rudy should have ended. Yeah. Rudy pisses himself right in that moment. Um, The blue team prevails. The blue team prevails, yep. They get to go on the night date. The mm-hmm. other girls have to go home. There's always a little bit of a, like, 
maybe one out of every three times that they do this, the bachelor will have a kind of change of heart and be a real yes. softy and be like, actually, everyone can go. Not this time. I'd like to make out with all of yes. you. Yes. Nope. You losers go yeah, home. He was like, see ya. Well, Zach's a footballer, so he respects. He knows. He doesn't He's respect like, a loser. I'm sorry. You yeah. lost. Yeah, you lost. I didn't get a trophy when I lost my football games. Yeah. Um, they, let's see, they go do this night date. A lot of the girls start to bitch about how Christina is just talking so much about how she got the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Did you know she got to meet Zach's family? Did you know that she got to meet Zach's cousin, Zach? <laughs> Jack. It's Zach, Jack. With, but it's spelled Z-A-C-K instead <laughs> of Z-A-C-K. Totally different guy. Totally different guy. Did you notice that wherever they were for this night date looked like the backdrop of the church lady skit? No, I didn't. But it was now, uncanny. Now that I have seen it, I can't unsee it. Yeah, you got to yeah. have to go back and watch it. Yeah, they uh, should have just had Dana Carvey come in. I mean, that guy's not doing anything right now. Yeah, they that's definitely they true. definitely could have gotten him. Yeah. Just him, David Spade. David Spade's got a new podcast. Ah, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Huh? He's coming to the Ryman. Oh, the Ryman. Yeah. What is a great venue? Up in Nash Vegas. Up in- we could go see David Spade, mm-hmm. track down Caitlin. Sure. Track down. There's all sorts of. Well, they all live. Folk. A bunch of them. You live know there. who else all live there now? Who? All the Laguna Beach kids. Wait, what? Well, Kristen Cavalier. Sure, Kristen lives there. She's got a also, store. Also, Jay Wall. Jason Waller. I call okay. him Jay Wall. Jay Wall. Sure, because you know him so yeah. well. But Jason Waller lives in Franklin, Tennessee, which is like tiny. Like, I feel like all I would have to do is go park at the grocery store and yell for out, two like, Jay Wall. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll he'll He'd come show around. Up. Yeah. 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 He'll, he'll respond. Yeah. If you call, if you say his name three times, he shows up. It's like Beetlejuice. They apparently hang out together. Pisses me off. Yeah. Why aren't they inviting you to any of this? I don't know. I just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so we already talked about kind of the end of this date um is there do you have anything else to say well while they are while they are all making out and also hating on christina sure. the uh, date card comes for yes Allie. right so right. it's ally are you ready to fall in love zach um a box is dropped off with the date the card says are you ready to fall in love and someone says what if it's a wetsuit <laughs> I really like their, like, guessing what these things are going to be now. Yeah. You're going to get to go uh, pet some dogs. <laughs> what if your dressing is autumn trees? I was going to say. Yes, autumn yeah. leaves. Um, so it is not, in fact, a wetsuit. It is what I thought and what the girls think is, like, kind of a wedding gown. It's a, like, wedding pantsuit. It's a jumpsuit. Yeah. I did not care for it. You did, did not you like it? it? I didn't quite know what I was experiencing here. So it was like a fancy <laughs> wedding wedding jumpsuit. <laughs> Surprisingly, I don't know a lot about women's it's, attire. It's mouth stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's suit stuff. Um. Yeah, it was like a formal jumpsuit. Okay. I mean, I... I guess it was sort of they were trying to split the difference between wedding dress and airplane jumping <laughs> attire and just kind of like, well, these things meet in the middle. I feel like they should have just this. made her wear a wedding dress. Right. Like, like yeah. a big, Like a big, oh, and that would have been the parachute. It had a parachute built in <laughs> yeah. and it like inflates out. The train is the parachute. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked that. 
Um, yeah. Also, I had to note that Allie had three outfit changes in this whoa, whoa. Uh, date. I just remembered this. So I'm going to say it before I forget it. Okay. We have one more shout out. Okay. Our listener, Jake, reminded me that the person that shows up like Tajwan does and like tries to rejoin the uh-huh. season was Heather the Virgin. Remember she oh, comes yes. in in the van to the Nima colon. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. a good memory right there. And then there. she was yeah. at the reunion, but they like never they showed never her. They never showed her, You just yes. saw a glimpse of her long right. hair. Lustrous hair. Her Pentecostal hair. That reminds me... The hamster is still running around in his ball somewhere. He's not. He's in his cage. <laughs> Nobody knows where the hamster is. Evening. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trapped. <laughs> All right. So Bailey on the group date says that she feels like they've been regressing. You can tell. I mean, because she says it, she's like, I just want a little validation. So she goes to Zach to get some. And yep. he's like, yeah, you're correct. You suck. I mean, this keeps happening with the women are like, can you give me a little validation? And he's like, no, I can't. I, but what are you going to do in well, that situation? Well, I do you think can't... it sets a bad example for the other women, though, because if I saw this, I would be like, I'm not ever going to ask him. Right. Do, are, are you going to cut me, Zach? Are yeah. You gonna cut me? But see, here he's keeping them on their toes. You said he gave him too much power, but he was like, if you ask me a question, yeah. I will cut you. Don't if you, look at my eyes. If you, he's Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, don't make yeah. eye contact with me. Don't ever ask if I like you or not. The answer <laughs> is you, no. If you need something, I will cut you. Back itches. Oh, you got an itchy back? Yeah. I got an itchy back. <laughs> you other hosts don't know how to scratch. Okay. What? What's wrong with that? It's a, it's a fun parody. It's a fun parody and a smart audience is going to get it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he basically is like, yeah, my gut's telling me that it's not there. Yeah. See ya, bitch. My mind's telling me no. My <laughs> body also telling me no. Yeah. <laughs> Every part of me is saying no thanks, Bailey. How about um, America just getting it wrong? Well, I guess the show I, got it wrong. I can't like, believe that America voted for the wrong person. Bailey's gone. Brianna's gone. It's like America doesn't and know what it's doing them, sometimes. Uh, Christina was one of the ones that was on that. Yeah, right. It's a little bit like that. So we, I watched that Netflix documentary, Breakpoint, about all these tennis players. Because the whole point is kind of like, who's going to be like the next big, uh-huh. who are the next big people going to yeah. be? Now that like, you know, the, the three big ones are sure. close to retirement and Djokovic too. And every single person that they featured got cut from the Australian Open like um, like immediately immediate. yeah, yeah and like uh-huh. some pretty big upsets yeah. too yeah so word to the wise don't go on a netflix show don't well don't go on the bachelor as like an early america's favorite. pick yeah. yeah america doesn't know america doesn't know what the fuck it's doing we've known that for some time um all right charity gets the rose and christina basically kind of railroads the moment and is like i'm just angry that i didn't get it the girls say that Christina doesn't respect other people's feelings, which is probably true. Well, also, I guess my response to this too is like, well, you didn't get it, bitch. Yeah. No, like, uh, shut up. Of course. Yeah. And that like. Like, why don't you go tell Zach that you're upset that you didn't get but it? But I, on the one hand, I do see that. But like, that's fine. Be Like, why can't she be angry about it? Why do they all have to have this moment of like graciousness to let like, oh, let's all clap and say that Charity is our princess. To me, it feels actually a lot more authentic to be like, well, that pisses me off. Right. But is I it guess. Gracious? No. No. But here's my thing is like, that's not 
anybody else's problem. No, I agree. But so like, shut the fuck up. Well, then leave, yeah. right? Like, or just like, okay, I'll I'll get it next time. I bet I bet I'll get a rose at the rose ceremony. Then. Yeah, but yeah. but I'm saying like they don't all have to sit around and listen to Christina. Like, yeah, but they're all sitting there and she's well, being get a jerk. Up and, do you have legs? No, they she's the one being being a jerk. I don't think she's being a jerk. She's just saying she's mad she didn't get the rose. Like all the rest of them probably are. Yeah, but it's annoying. I mean, she's being annoying. You know what? <laughs> People are annoying. Yeah, but you don't have to. I, why? Why should I have to leave if someone else is being annoying? Well, why doesn't the annoying person leave? Well, I how mean, about you get out of here, annoying <laughs> person? Yeah, I'm. I'm sitting here enjoying this uh, after party. This cat's yeah, it's coming up under I my see. lap. I see. Yeah, you're a real Christina <laughs> apologist over there. I'm not. I just like I didn't feel like she did anything that wrong. And then Brooklyn is like, "Have you ever considered literally just shutting the fuck up?" Yeah. Like, Team right. Brooklyn. Yeah, but nobody's like, hey, Brooklyn was a real bitch. Like, that's yeah, a she bitchy was, thing to say. No, it's not because she was telling somebody to shut up who was being annoying. It's not annoying to tell somebody when they're being annoying to shut the fuck up. I think it is. No, really. I think yeah. it's just as rude. No, it's not just as rude. It is. It's a, if it's rude at all, it's a fraction as rude. I don't know. I felt like... Christina did a good job when Brianna was upset at trying to be like, I'm really sorry I upset you. Like, I would never want it to come off that way. I don't think that Christina is behaving in a way that is... I, I grant you that I think she's being annoying. I, it also doesn't seem like the other women are handling it in a way that is, like, super mature or helpful. Yeah, I mean, I, get, I don't know. And a lot of this, of course, is the editing. Christina gets edited to be the villain. I don't know. I I was team Brooklyn of like, yeah, just shut up. Like, we don't we don't care if you're upset. Like, that's not our problem. We don't need to, we don't need to hear about it. Well, that's fine. But then it's not Christina's problem that Charity's upset that her moment got stolen. Like, no, because you're being rude to. But Charity. Brooklyn was being rude to Christina. But Brooklyn was being rude because Christina was being. Well, rude. first of all, that's not you Brooklyn's fight. Like, if if Charity wants to say something to Christina, then Charity should say something. Nah, I like that Brooklyn jumped in and scrapped it up. Oh please, her eyes are wonky. Oh, that is a good counter to my point. Yeah. yeah. She was standing up for someone, but her eyes are wonky. They are. She's been on too many rodeo rides. <laughs> She's done too many rodeo races. She's not good at doing the lasso because one eye is going one way, one eye is going the other way. I'm going to get canceled for this. No, you're already canceled for the Pocahontas costume. It was a fun so. costume. <laughs> All, All right. right. Zach and Allie meet in a parking lot, mm-hmm. which he tells her is very exclusive and shocking. It's <laughs> shocking and exclusive. He has a key to open the parking lot. He should just have a key to open everything for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. Um, they are flying in another plane, but this time it's not a helicopter ride as it was with Christina. It is a skydive. It's a skydive. But- yeah. Which also, again, there was a very high probability that you would be skydiving on this. Um, so she says that uh, she's like, first, Allie is like, I feel like James Bond, but maybe you're James Bond. Zach is no James Bond. Nobody in this yeah, situation. There is are James no James Bond. Bonds in this situation. Yeah. Producers, the Broccoli family, do not consider Zach for your next James Bond. The Broccoli family. That's the family that produces the Bond movies. The blonde movies. The Bond movies. You said blonde. The bl- oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. Oh, it's because I'm drunk. Um, 
Brock. Their name is the Broccoli's. The Broccoli's. Yeah. The Broccoli's. Yeah. I've never seen a James Bond movie. Yeah. Not one. Not not a one. Not a one. Not a one. Yeah. They're not all of them are great. I'll tell you that. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't go picking at random. If you want some wrecks, I'll uh, give you some wrecks. No, you know what? I think I'm good. You're okay. It's, yeah. I just have to watch The Bachelor because it's like watching a James. I mean, Bond this is movie. basically the action and sensuavite of a James <laughs> Bond right here. All right, they go. They skydive. I mean, it's fine. Um, on the night date, I don't know. I thought Allie. I like Allie. Yeah. I don't know that this is gonna be like it. Um, she says that she's type A and likes to control things. And Griffin Palmer is there. I, I don't have a lot of notes. Yeah, on this I don't have a lot of notes either. It was a perfectly fine. Yeah, date. it was fine. Yeah. I now, liked her. What I do have a lot of notes on is it's pool party time. Let's give you four trailers. For the pool party. Did you notice that? And then act like it's a surprise. Right. And then let's zoom in on all the women. Which again, as a man, I'm like, yeah, I know I shouldn't be enjoying this because they're definitely like, look at me in this bikini. Um, One of those bikinis was definitely just a bra. Oh, sure. Yeah. Actually, probably multiple. Most of them, yeah. But there was one that I was like, that is a bra. No, the way that I would describe it is that the girls were hot wearing less than bikinis. Mm-hmm. Driving Lamborghinis. <laughs> but yeah, what was... I, I really am curious about why they were like, pool party coming up after the break. Like, do they normally do that? Um... I guess not. Those guys, it was weird, right? Like two different teasers for like pool parties coming up, guys. <laughs> yeah, and then they did Let's that. Let's hit the pool. Well, they did that like funny font, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was like pool party. It's everybody in the pool. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, they did. They This season, here's my theory. Okay. It fits into the Christina thing. It fits into them making a huge deal out of a pool party. I don't think that they're given much to work with so far. Maybe that'll sure. change. Yeah, yeah. No, and that that makes sense. I totally agree with that theory. I like the idea of um this is another another interesting tidbit from my Laguna Beach podcast. Okay. Is one thing that Kristen Cavalieri talks about a lot is that like Especially in the second season when they kind of like knew the way the game was played, uh-huh. that they would like fuck with the producers on purpose. Uh-huh. So like when they knew what they wanted them to say or like they knew that they wanted a certain thing to happen, they just would like wouldn't fuck do around it. and yeah, do sure. it. So I like the idea that like maybe the women are being super sweet to each other just so that like nobody gets put out sure. there as like the bad guy. Sure. Or... Yeah. No. And I, I think that that's a perfectly good way to play the game. It's not going to get you a lot of airtime on Paradise. I'll tell you that much. It might. I mean, plenty of people got airtime on Paradise that were boring. Uh, you know that Christina's showing back up on oh, Paradise. Oh, of course she is. Of course. Yeah. You're going to love her. We'll see. I might. And she's going to talk about how she really misses her daughter. Um. Yeah, it's a pool party. They say cheers to having a fun ass day. Not to be confused with a fun ass day. <laughs> is there? There's not different punctuation for that. No. Like you wouldn't hyphen day. You wouldn't hyphen it. Wait, would you hyphenate fun ass for for an adjective that modifies day? You might. As opposed to fun ass day. But fun ass is definitely not one word like no. badass. No, not not I at all. I think you might yeah. hyphenate. Yeah, I think though. for to for the way they were using it, 
fun ass day gets hyphenated. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, too. I agree. So I have to say they made a big deal out of this pool party, but this was better than a cocktail party. Oh yeah, for sure. A hundred, a hundred p. Well, that's always the case. A hun, one hundo p. Hundo p. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe. Probably they drink a lot more, yeah. although they seem to drink a lot of the cocktail party. Right. I think maybe just the sense of decorum is uh, not as strong exactly. at a pool party. Well, and also they just like, they seem to be having more fun. It's probably longer. Yeah. Like, I honestly don't think those cocktail parties are that long. Oh, no, they go until like dawn. Oh, They've really? Talked about okay. that before. Always, though? I mean, probably not once the season goes on uh-huh. longer, but I think for at least the first like two or three weeks, they're up until like sunrise. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Brianna, similarly to Bailey, is just saying that basically she knows that she's not feeling it with Zach. She knows Zach isn't feeling it with her. And she says that she's planning to leave so she can say what she wants. Say what you will. And that is to tell Zach that a lot of the girls are feeling very uncomfortable. Here's what bothers me, too. When she, because they were like, it doesn't feel like a safe space. Like, come on. Christine is an asshole. It's not a safe space. That seems like an exaggeration. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, uh, you I know that's right. It's not a safe space. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I can't tell that it's that bad. They're, but they're not feeling... Uh, th- clearly, they're not feeling like it's a, uh, it's a cool vibe. With that's Christine. fine. Yeah. You don't have to feel like it's a cool vibe. I just feel like it got exaggerated here, especially at the end. Like, the girls are crying. Come on. Don't be a crybaby. Don't cry, shop girl. Don't Don't cry, cry, shop shop girl. girl. Don't cry. (laughs) Yeah, so... Brianna uh, cries. Freaking Charity cries. Then Christina cries. She loses her shit. Big girls don't cry. Big girls don't cry. Total aside, this reminded me of. Okay, so as listeners know, we talked about Nickelback last week. Right. And I embedded a short Nickelback clip in the episode. Yes. And I have to say, I went to get, I always get the clips off of YouTube. And then I went and looked at the comments and they were very genuine of people like, this song really pumps me up. Like this song really makes me feel good. Like my sister died and I listened to this song. So I asked like, who are the genuine Nickelback fans? It's those people. And it's you maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Did I send you that? T- that Yeah. The TikTok yeah, about Nickelback. Yeah. yeah. I thought that yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 They had a photograph joke. Look at this photograph. <laughs> yeah. It's like teaching Nickelback to TikTok. Right. And uh, the uh, lead singer of Nickelback, whose name might be Chad. I think that's right. I think his name is Chad. He's a real Chad. dated uh, Avril Lavigne. They might have gotten married. Those two are perfect for each other. Well, he's just a skater boy. (laughs) (laughs) She said, see you later, boy. They might still be married. Are they married? Google that. I want to know what's going on. I thought, didn't she date Brody Jenner, though? Yeah. Avril Lavigne, right? But then she told Chad uh, from Nickelback, hey, hey, you, you, I want to be your girlfriend. Who is Avril Lavigne married to? Chad Kroger. Yeah. Oh, they were only married for two years. Okay, but they did get married. Dang. Avril Lavigne married Derek Wibley, who is, I believe, the singer for, what's that, Some some 52? Some some, 41. Yep, that's it. 
I think that's No wonder we can't help our kids with math. (laughs) We don't even know what sum 41 is. Sum (laughs) 27. Sum 83. Uh, She married him in 2006. How old was she? Like 10? No, I mean, she was... In her early 20s at that point. What? Yeah, in for 2006? sure. Yeah, 2006. Yeah. Because her first hits came out like when she was like probably 18 or 19, a little earlier than that. I think she looks like a 12 year old. She, she does. always wears the necktie. Yes. Here's yep. a fun fact for you okay. from Derek Wibley, Avril Lavigne's first husband's sure. Wikipedia page. His nickname is Busy D. <laughs> <laughs> He's Canadian, too. Man, these Canadians really stick together. Yeah, because Nickelback is Canadian, too, right? Yeah. So Derek Wibley is from Toronto, and they were married from 2006 to 2010. Okay. Um... Our marriage lasted longer. Correct. Just FYI. Just, yeah. Just in case you're keeping score. Sorry, busy yeah. D. <laughs> keeping your D a little and too then busy, my she friend. Married Chad Kroger. Okay. From 2013 to 2015. So he is unrelated to the Kroger dynasty, <laughs> the Kroger grocery stores. I think. Um, he's from Hannah, Canada. Hannah, Canada. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, his mom is Debbie Kroger. Yeah, of the Kroger dynasty. This doesn't have a fun nickname for him. Well, let's give him one then. Chatty Chad. Chatty Chad. I actually think uh, he's pretty good looking. I I mean, I'm sure he's reasonably good looking. Let me see a picture of him. That hair is awful, but he's cute Yeah, no, I mean, again, the listener, this is an audio medium. So the listener can't see. But, yeah, he Uh, looks good in that. The one photo you Aww, showed me. And it looks like he never got married again. Oh, he was heartbroken he after Avril Lavigne. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he have to make things so complicated, though? That was his problem. <laughs> and Avril Lavigne is also... Yeah. She's 38. See? She's I my do- age. Yes. Well, no, A you're 40. <laughs> <laughs> she is not your age. God. How about that? Yeah. How about, again, the neckties to keep in her young. If yeah. you want to look a little younger, you should start wearing <laughs> ironic neckties and trucker hats around. Uh, I think I will, honestly. <laughs> All right. We are at one minute, twelve or one hour, 12 minutes oh, on this geez. bad boy. Do we, what else do we want to say about this? We can do, I mean, he gets, he gets rid of Christina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says, help me, help me, help me, that was help a li- me. That was a little much. I was a little desperate. Yeah. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. Star Wars. Help me. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. Um, yeah, she collapses on the stairs. The other girls like walk around her. I feel like they're so cold. Like, so callous. Yeah, she just, she got piggied. Well, but Piggy wasn't an asshole like this. Oh, yes. Piggy First of was, all, yes, he was. No, Piggy Come was the on. weak one. And so they picked the weakest That's of Christina. the herd. No, she's not the no, weakest she's one. No, she's the she's like uh, the show Yellow Jackets that I liked so much. Mm-hmm. Well, you she's... identify the strong one and then you take her out so that then you can take over. Sure, that might be more accurate. Yeah. yeah. Um, roses. Guess what? I wrote down the names of the women who got roses. Well, guess what? I did too. Yeah. All right. Look, we both did it this time. Okay. Why don't we alternate back and forth? Okay. Okay. Jess. Gabby. Ariel. Genevieve. Greer. Cat. Kylie. Is that right? That cat? Cat? Yeah, I have that too. Huh. Yeah. Were there two cats? No. Didn't that? Oh, yeah, the other cat got, got cut. Dressed like a cat. Yeah. She got cut. The cat last got week. cut. This is a new cat. 
uh, no, it's the same cat. She just came back. Just like I said, <laughs> she the was cat came do. back. She wouldn't stay She's away. Putting fur in their meat. <laughs> she was sitting on the porch of Bachelor Mansion the very next day. Davia, Anastasia, Brooklyn. Boo. When Brooklyn gets the rose, Christina says, Fudge. Fudge. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah, then she gets her mouth washed out like, by I'm a done. Christmas Stories uh, makes, dad. She makes a funny mouth. mouth she, oh, she does something funny with her mouth. Uh, Mercedes. And Mercedes. Yeah. yeah, last rose to Mercedes. Yeah. No Christina. All right, so she's out. Uh, you uh, were real sad about Christina getting cut. Oh, no. I'm Christina. not. I didn't even like Christina that much. I just didn't like the way this all went down. I thought it stunk. Stinks to high heaven. It did. Felt a little sus. This whole thing's like an onion. The more you peel it, Correct. the more it starts to stink. Correct.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.